Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Giannato and Jeffrey Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code WRITE, W-R-I-G-H-T, and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. BetMGM.com for T's and C's, 21 or older, Tennessee only, new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. Tim Murray is the host of VSIN Primetime, airing from 5 until 8 p.m. each and every weekday. Also check out his podcast, the VSIN College Football Betting Podcast, on Twitter, X, whatever, at 1TimMurray. Tim, there's some lines that stink this week. Oh, that's what you're scared. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't. I don't know if. It, yeah. Um, What's that smell? The, the nose is. The nose is out there. Well, it, I'll just go back a week. All right. Um, be, because I think we talked about it on the show. I hope we did. Um, Mizzou. I was all over. I was all over Florida and Mizzou. Those are my two favorite plays of the week. Now I had some losers. Don't worry. I had uh, Buffalo, which was uh, just horrendous bet by me. But the Mizzou I had, game, I had the, Mississippi State by the same idea. <laughs> At least though, like on that one, I was like, "Cool, done, moving on." So th- this is an age-old question, and I know I'm going off t- uh, off t- uh, topic here, but doing what I do and working for a gambling network and having the Veasan, you know, college football betting podcasts, having the Texas Tech loss that hurt, you know, two weeks ago against Oregon. But at least I could come on and defend myself. Be like, ah, I was on the right side. You know, bad beat. That stunk. Giving out Buffalo is just bad. They just got absolutely hammered uh, by by Liberty. But, um, no, I knew I knew we were in good shape with Missouri when one prominent college football reporter tweeted out, I don't understand why Kansas State is only a three-and-a-half-point favorite going into this game. And I'm 40, like, yeah. um, excuse me. Um, excuse yeah. me. I'm like, um, I'm like all right. Uh, feel, excuse me. Feeling pretty, feeling pretty good about my position. And uh, lo and behold, Eli Drinkwitz tried to blow it for us, but we got it there thanks to the 61-yard field goal. And guess what we're doing this week, ladies and gentlemen? We're fading Missouri. Oh, I figured, there we go. I figured that was a Tim Murray spot. 
win. Oh, absolutely. Team off a big win. Other team had a hung on to beat Navy. Line Mm -hmm. screams, oh, just take Mizzou. Take Mizzou. Mm. I knew you'd be all over. Neighbor Nick is taking Missouri this week, right? Less than a – oh, yeah, because – he, he's going to tell us, hey, man, you were right about Kansas State, huh? What a, what a win for Missouri. Oh, they'll they'll beat Memphis, right? That That's an easy win. Neutral site, too? I mean, here, Well, it's going to be neutral in name only. Mm-hmm. Appar- like, apparently, Missouri's getting the home locker room. The end zones are going to be painted with Missouri Good. logos. Motivate them, baby. Yeah. Motivate um, them up. Let's look, go. Let's not act like Memphis is getting a million and, and, bucks here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And, 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 and here's what I'll say, because we saw the report from Thamel today, Pete Thamel today, that Brady Cook is questionable for this game. And look at the Kansas State injury report. Uh, Will Howard is questionable. Treshawn Ward, their running back, is doubtful. I think that game on both sides took a ton out of those Both players. quarterbacks were just, like, hobbling around. And Michigan, right. or Michigan so, Memphis is coming off long rest, too. You got, like, extra mini few days. Mini-buy. Extra few days. extra... Extra couple days, and and like you said, right? What happened on Thursday night? Oh, what what what? If anyone talks about this game, the the immediate thought is, oh, they should have lost the Navy. Eh, maybe they should have, but they didn't. And that was on national television. Everyone saw it. So here we go. And uh, by the way, the number came down today with the Thamel report of the questionable status of uh, of Brady Cook. That was up at seven, and uh, now sitting at. Mostly six, but uh, Circa, which is, you know, what I deem as the sharpest college football shop in the world, has it down at five, which is kind of a dead zone, which is understandable. But, no, I, I really like the spot for, for the Tigers this week. You know, I, I don't think – I mean, it's you're playing a Power 5 team, so there's definitely no look ahead to Boise State. I mean, this is the game, right? You're playing an SEC team that – are they ranked in either poll? So they're, they're second – and votes oh, receiving better. But the irony is like, I think they're behind Kansas state and both of them. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Totally. We don't believe in yeah, that to- kicker. It was a lucky. It totally kick. makes no, actually here it is. The AP poll has them at 27, one ahead of Kansas state, but the SID poll, I mean the coaches yeah, poll yeah, yeah, totally. has them at uh 27 behind Kansas state, which totally makes sense. Are you worried at all? So we got a little institutional knowledge. Uh, Memphis under Ryan Silverfield against the number, particularly way, on the road. It's called the U.S. LBM coaches poll this year, guys. Let's just, you uh, know. That Mark's we, a Gannett guy, so we got he's got to take spon- We got some new sponsorship this year. You know, let's let's call it by its proper name. That used, that used to be the, uh, that used to be what we always went to, and now uh, well, we I forget remember, what the, what, the, what think, was the year. We used to think they that. They crowned co- someone a champion that, like, wasn't supposed to be, and they're like, you know what, we're done with the coaches poll. <laughs> I think it was when LSU, because the, the BCS was tied to the coaches poll. Whoever won the yeah. BCS won the coaches poll. And then the year LSU won the BCS over Oklahoma and USC, uh, who did they beat the hell out? Was it Michigan? Did they beat the hell out of Michigan in that Rose Bowl? Yes. And then they won the AP poll. That was basically when we decided, because the narrative for me growing up was nobody knows football better than coaches. So yeah. the coaches exactly. is what really matters. And well, then in the USA, USA Today had it as well. You know, I mean, hey, man, that's, that's in color. We're going to, you know, we're going to follow the USA Today. <laughs> Got that for free at hotels. Do, does Memphis since 21, which is the post-Brady White era, Memphis being 2-5 and five as road underdogs, does that bother you? Against the number? Sure, of course. It's I mean, still look, September, though. 
we've, Look, we've, these, these bets never make you feel comfortable. Like every 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 bet that I make, I'm like, yeah, I, this could go really terribly wrong. They're zero and one in September as road underdogs. Oh, okay. well, I was gonna say what September's they, the this. If you're gonna, what pick, are they as a neutral? What are they a neutral? I don't know. Have they played other than bowl games? Have they played a neutral game under him? Before? I will. I don't tell think you. so. Uh, no, they've not. Yeah, I don't think they have. Now I'll say this: Ryan Silverfield, I believe, now ten and two in the month of September. As a foot, as a college football head coach, they remember September. Yeah, Sil- he, Silverfield's good in September. So I don't know. You guys would know much better than me. Um, number one, are Memphis fans looking to travel to this? Number two, are Mizzou fans geared up to go to after last week in the game that they had at Columbia? Are they geared up? But to there's go a to lot the, of Missouri fans in St. Louis. So yeah, but it's there's a difference between like fans and the and the students. You know, I don't I don't know. I don't know, I, about, I don't know about kids. I think that's a fair question. I do think though that it is was prime time. So that was mean. the type of win where it was not only did they win, the rest of the East looked very you know you can talk very pedestrian into the, yeah. you can talk oh, yourself yeah. into this is a this is a big season Why for us. maybe eli drinkwitz can pull a gary yeah. pinkle and win the east in a down year i mean not win look, the east. excuse me finish second in the east finish in a second down year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah i was gonna say they're not gonna beat georgia but but i mean yeah i mean you look at the big 10 west maybe this God. could maybe yeah. this could be your outback bowl participant right here this missouri tigers team uh, the Relia Quest Bowl, sir. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good point. Oh, that's killing. I, no, I, I wouldn't want not to, my bowl, not my bowl anymore. The no. Outback Bowl is like it's you New on, Year's Day, eleven a.m. Outback Bowl is like a tradition with like Tarico on the call. <laughs> uh, whoever, if the Big Ten team wins, you're getting what was it? The barbecued shrimp or what was the? It what? just there's something about like so. I keep seeing Brett McMurphy uh, project Notre Dame to go to the ReliaQuest Bowl, formerly the Outback Bowl. And, like, if it was the Outback Bowl, I'd be like, all right, cool. But, it's, you know, no offense to whatever ReliaQuest does. I don't – is that real estate or something? I'm like, I don't know. And it's, then it's, you always had the Bush Gardens ads during the game. You're like, oh, my God, that place looks awesome. Dude, when my sister – my sister got married in Tampa. ReliaQuest is the security system. There we go. Yeah, of course. Based yeah. in Tampa. Come on. Um, but my sister got married in, in Tampa, and – I was a groomsman because, you know, I was the brother of the, the bride. Because they had to put you in? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I was 16, so they were like, all right, here's the list of activities you're going to do. Get the hell out of the way of everything. I got to go to the Outback Bowl. <laughs> I went to a lightning game. I went to Bush Gardens. I was like, this is the greatest week of all time. This is amazing. Uh, and it was Iowa versus Florida. Oh, that's a, that's a classic. Right there. And that, I want to say. Outback Bowl. And I want to say at least like ninety five percent of that stadium was Iowa. They traveled really? like none. Oh, despite yeah. the fact that like, it's like <laughs> two hours from campus, yeah, they were like they took it over. Yeah, they oh, took that that's place funny. over. Well, speaking of though, Notre Dame, that yeah. line stinks. Notre Dame, Ohio State. You think State? so? Yes. I kind of felt like you think it stinks, and and what I think it's it, screaming for you to take Ohio State, which makes me. What want, is the line? It's three. 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 It makes me want to take Notre Dame. So Notre so, Dame up three. Notre no, no. Dame favored by Ohio three. Ohio State's State a three, three point road favorite. Oh wow! Yeah, that but is, that makes that, is. that makes me think that neighbor Nick's sitting there going, "It's only Ohio State minus a field goal." So so I will I will honestly tell you, I actually had an interaction with my real neighbor, who is a college football fan, and he said Notre Dame's going to win, and I was like, "Ah oh, man." 
They got I, the better quarterback. They do. But could the, we, Notre Dame Notre Dame has been in how many big games over the last 15, 20 years? And and historically, you look at the numbers, they're like 4 and 19 in top five, top 10 games. Yeah, but remember that Clemson, they beat the Clemson, the Clemson they, they the won Clemson, the Clemson game. This might be guys the only time they have gone into a top 10 matchup with the better quarterback. You could go back in history. They never was, have the better was, quarterback. Was it Book versus DJ? Who was it when? Book versus DJ in 2020. I, but DJ threw for 450 yeah, yards. I, I still say, though, that game ruined the expectations for DJ because anyone that watched it saw what Notre Dame did, which was we are going to blitz the hell out of this kid, and we're going to make him throw. And – they just left all those Clemson stud receivers. That was back when Clemson had stud receivers. They mm-hmm. left them all just one-on-one, and DJ was just chunking it up, and they could they could make the grabs, and everyone's like, this guy throws for 450. Like, it's just going to continue. And then you saw other teams like, hey, maybe let's just, like, sit back and make him throw. Yeah, I mean, there was the, the unknown, right? I mean, you you go – when you don't have Trevor Lawrence, you're going to try to and, – and it, it wasn't really a hostile environment. It was 11,000 people there or whatever. I mean, they were loud enough, I think, for a COVID season game. Um, Remember they rushed the field and everyone was yeah. like all up. Oh, my on. God, the whole team's going to get COVID. Yeah. When, you, when you go back and you look at the hysteria of 2020, like you're just like, wow, we lost our minds. So, the, the, the funny, so I have two funny stories about that game. So, number one – you had to remember that was the night of the uh, – that was the night Biden was officially the winner. So he had his, like, you know, speaking oh. to the people moment. So Mike Tirico throughout the broadcast is like, in 15 minutes, we are switching to USA. In 10 minutes, I we totally are switching to USA. Yeah. And then secondly, my uh, our two best friends got married back in Maryland – so I stayed in Vegas with my son, and my, my wife went back, and it was like a small, you know, COVID wedding. It was like 15 people or whatever. And, I had uh, one of those. They, they, call, they called me on FaceTime. They're like, we're married. I'm like, awesome. And my eyes are just fixated <laughs> solely on the television. I'm well, like, I'm so – I don't want to keep you. Y'all, y'all, listen, we're happy for you. <laughs> I'm so happy for you guys. Uh, I'm going to be there on Saturday. And what's I your think, what's your record? I need this is impor- important information. Hold on, hold on. I actually sent this recently to someone. I think I say I did. I they wrote down all the games that I've been to. It's like thirty something. Um, oh man, I had it just the other day. That's a pretty I good think, sample size too. I think I've I think I've won like eleven in a row or something like that recently. Are we talking ATS though? Uh, ATS might be a little different. Um, oh man, I'm failing right now because i i li- oh here it is wait no sorry um i did cover uh last year against byu i know that for sure um i don't think i've been to a loss since stanford pulverized no i think the last loss was um the national championship in 2012 2013 what what does notre dame have in the db department because I know Marcus Freeman's a DB guy, but... He's more a linebacker guy. Yeah, but I mean, the, this is the ultimate test because there's not a better receiver room in the country than what Ohio State has. So it's it's a great question. And I, I think Notre Dame's... Their, their biggest asset is quarterback and running backs, I would say. Those are their two biggest strengths this year. But then third, I would say, is is 
is corners. Uh, Cam Hart is a fifth-year senior. He's a captain. Um, and then Benjamin Morrison was a true freshman All-American last year, and he's really good. The worry I have is they have, I would say, second safeties are okay, which makes you worried. And I'm just really curious because they've struggled to get home so far this year. They've blitzed a lot. Um, and they've left their cor- their corners on islands because they trust them against majority of teams. I don't know what their what their mindset's going to be this week. And then I think a big, massive question to me is Ohio State's defense, coordinated by Jim Knowles, who, in my opinion, is an elite defensive coordinator. How they go about attacking Notre Dame's offensive line. Um, Joe Alt is a stud at the left left tackle. You've got two. Uh, young guards who are starting their fifth games. Uh, you know they they weren't starters until this year. And then Blake Fisher, their right tackle, has looked a little bit banged up. So I think Jim Knowles is going to throw a lot of pressure at Sam Hartman and try to take advantage of that offensive line. And you're going to have to have these wide receivers make plays. So it, I think that the biggest matchup for me in the entire game actually isn't Notre Dame's corners versus. Ohio State's wide receivers. It's actually Notre Dame's offensive coordinator, Jared Parker, who is very limited experience as an offensive play caller, versus Jim Knowles. I think that is the biggest matchup of the game. If Notre Dame can win that, then I think they have a chance to win the game. Another small home favorite that it screams to me, take the home team, Clemson and Florida State. That line stinks. Home and dog. Two and a half. Home dog, sorry, yeah. Yeah, home dog. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, so we got Clemson favored. No, Cle- Clemson is a, a dog. Clemson, Clemson and Notre Dame. Like Notre Dame's a three point dog, I think, and I think Clemson's a two and a half. Two point and a half dog. point dog at home. Okay. The um, yeah, that line is is super stinky uh, because it's under a field goal. Um, everyone now the only thing working against why this isn't like my favorite play of the week was that Florida State actually struggled last week against Boston College. Yeah, but if, Travis did get banged up, and I know people will point out, well, Travis is just always banged up, but like he was really not moving well. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I totally agree uh, with that. So, um, this is the first time Clemson has been a home dog since the Lamar Jackson game in 2016. Outright winner. Outright winner. Mm-hmm. Now, the one prior to that was October of 2013. Jameis went in there and put up 51 on them and beat them 51 to 14. So uh, they don't, they're not a home dog often. I really want to bet Clemson in this spot. Um, I will probably get there. But we, we have seen movement in the market towards – Florida State. So money that moves the market is coming in on Florida State. But Head fakes? Maybe. It's very possible. I mean, look, Clemson in week one against Duke, while they lost the game by three touchdowns. Down and, and down it wasn't. It was turnovers and they then, out they outgained them. They had twelve more first downs. And they, Riley they, Leonard had that big run that really flipped the game. They had a ton of turnovers. I have questions about their corners, or excuse me, their wide receivers. Can they make enough plays? But, you know, I I don't think Florida State is going to be able to slice and dice them as much as they did LSU. I think Clemson's defense is better than LSU's. The question is, how is Clemson's offense going to be uh, in this spot? And, you know, is Klubnik kind of, is he starting to get right? That's the question. I mean, they've 
played better since what the second half of that Charleston Southern yeah. game, but you know, Florida Atlantic may stink. They they were up thirty five to nothing in that game. They I think Florida Atlantic lost Casey Thompson in that yes. game too. So um I think he's I, out for the year. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. I, I kinda lean a little bit towards Clemson, but I actually haven't gotten to the window yet on that uh, on that game. All right, and then lastly, how would you price Alabama? Because I don't know what to do. <laughs> I do I, think it was the ultimate – because I was on a show last Saturday night, and they're like, what do you think? I go, I think because no one knows what to do, I go, it'll be Alabama somewhere around a touchdown, and the total will be around 56. It's the most college football we have no idea – uh, the team that power rates better is at home. Here you go. I mean, I think that this will be the square dog of the week. The, I think this one's going to have fleas. I think everybody's going to be on Ole Miss, and maybe they're going to be right. Look, they, the public has had a couple, has had some moments this year. I mean, Colorado for the first two weeks they covered. I mean, the Nebraska game ultimately was easy. The TCU game was ultimately easy, but. Uh, Notre Dame against NC State. Oh, Notre Dame against NC State. Yeah, there's been a couple moments for sure. I'm looking right now, and this is early in the week, obviously, but over at vcin.com, we have betting splits. 68% of the bets are on Ole Miss. And the, and, line, I, and the line went away from them a little bit. And and I've talked to a couple people that I respect that influence markets. I don't do that. I'm just some jabroni. Um, but they kind of look at it. Like there's a little bit of value on Alabama. Um, I look. There were people who I trusted who thought Alabama was the right side against Texas. Obviously, that was not the case. Yeah. There, there is something. Ole Miss isn't Texas though. <laughs> so there's something to be said. And this is this might be just a crazy tinfoil hat conspiracy theory, but like there's part of me that thinks that Saban just kind of sat back with his arms folded. It was like. This is your boy, huh, Tommy? Yeah? This yeah. is your guy? Okay. Yeah. Get him out of here. Let's bring back in Milrow, and let's uh, let's have ourselves a season. So I don't know if they can win the SEC West, but Ole Miss, let's be honest, right? If you just look at the scores, you're like, oh, they covered against Tulane. They were losing the majority of that game without Michael Pratt. And then Georgia Tech, that was a – Georgia Tech was the right side the entire game, and then – Lane had to to pull the cover play. So uh, Ole Miss, by the way, three and O ATS. Only I think, SEC team. Uh, I think I'm going to go Alabama in this one. And if I'm wrong, it might be. It, this is one of those spots like late in the Brady Belichick era, yeah, where there was like a Sunday night football game against someone, and they were uh, everybody was picking the other side. I'm like, you know what? If I go down with Belichick and Brady. I'm fine with it, and they got their ass kicked. I can't remember. It was like late in one season. It might yeah. have been his last season there, and they just looked off, and they were not, they the were not very good. It might have been the playoff game against the Titans. It was it, it was like yeah. a Saturday night game. Like so, yeah. It's like, but I they yeah. were like a short favorite, yeah. and everybody was taking the dog. And I'm like, nah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Belichick and Brady here, and I was wrong. I could certainly be wrong here. They got dudes defensively. Does Ole Miss have the better quarterback? Yeah, I think so. Is Judkins back? I think he's hurt. I mean, he, he didn't play last week, right? No, he did. He they that was that was another head fake. He played last week, and they started running the ball better. But who the hell knows? It's Georgia Tech. Yeah. So I, I think of the two stinkier lines, I think I'll side with Alabama more so. But yeah, it's it's a hold your nose type of Saturday if you embrace the stink because neighbor Nick is ready to rock and roll with Florida State and Ole Miss. 
Tim, we appreciate it. Looking forward to the weekend, buddy. Thanks, All right, Tim. boys. See ya. Jeffrey, did you notice three ranked first ranked games in the 2.30 and 6 o'clock windows on Saturday? I told three. You, this was my complaint. There's too we, many. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.